Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn, ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn, tell people to stay off the lawn, compare it to your neighbor's lawn, and complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This season, a full heart doesn't mean a full house. We're still gathering, just virtually, and we're still connecting, safely. Traditions keep us close even when we can't be together. Think big, plan small. Let's save lives, Columbus. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Tea with Tash. And a very happy Cinco de Drinco de Mayo to you and your quarantine loves out there. I hope you guys are as excited as I am to celebrate with my friend who runs an amazing food blog. And I'm hungry just thinking about it. So let's get right to it. This girl has the amazing talent of making you taste food through her incredible photos on Instagram. She has a passion for food and all the amazing life events that take place around food. So please welcome my friend and food blogger of Bite Me Vancouver, Clarissa Natel. Hi, Clarissa, and welcome to the Tea with Tash podcast. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Not too bad, I just finished dinner, and I am nice and relaxed. How is your evening going so far? It's going. It's been a long week, and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> um. I feel like how is your quarantine is becoming like a normal question on my podcast. So I'm going to ask you, how is your quarantine going? <laughs> it's going pretty good. I mean, you know, I started working from home, what it feels like forever ago, but it's only been like, I guess a month and a bit now. So uh, my days are pretty normal in the sense that I have like a, a typical day of working and, and lunchtime and then um, after work, I'm just either, I don't know, what am I doing? <laughs> Usually like on Instagram or uh, working out or um, doing other things. That seems but, yeah. fun yeah. to me. <laughs> Pretty have, much. Have, mean, you, uh, have you developed any favorite quarantine snacks so far? Oh, quarantine snacks. You know what? One thing that hasn't changed is my like snacking habits I would say so I definitely have um definitely have the usual like instant noodles or um I'm not really a chips person but I've been eating truffle chips from Trader Joe's because we had a bunch of those Mm. from our last uh, U.S. trip so those are a good favorite and uh that's about it for my snacking well that's perfect so as most of you guys know and I've put on my Instagram that Clarissa has an amazing food blog called Bite Me Vancouver, and um, for those who don't know, I actually do know um, Clarissa from the past, and it's been a while since we've hooked up, and um, I finally found your page on Instagram, and I knew you had a blog, and for the life of me, I couldn't remember what it was called. Finally, one day, you came up on my search (laughs) page, and I was like, yes, I found her, Um, and so happy to see that you were doing well and all that stuff, so... Tell me a little bit about how you started and what made you start a food blog. For sure. So, I mean, how did I start? It was around 2015, I want to say. Yeah, it's been five years almost. 
and uh, my boyfriend and I, like, we would, at the time, go out to eat a lot, and I would always want to take, you know, I was really into Snapchat at the time, and, and so I'd always be snapping my pictures of my food and making sure he didn't eat anything and didn't touch anything until I took a photo, and he'd be, he'd be so angry because he'd be like, you know, what are you doing with all these images? Like, you're promoting these restaurants and you're not getting anything for it. Like, what are they giving you in return, right? So mm-hmm. I thought about that and I um, I decided to make an Instagram page just really thinking nothing of it, just kind of using it as, like, a creative outlet instead of putting it on my own personal page so that I can just be, like, one place for all my food pictures. And um, as the time passed... And I kind of grew my page. I started meeting people uh, in the foodie community. And I realized, like, wow, there are so many foodies in Vancouver. It's crazy. And so around a year later, I met my first foodie friend. His name is Josh. And we are best friends since I met him um, in 2016. And, yeah, I started just um, going to more restaurants and and doing tastings and getting to take photos and practice my photography. So it was kind of a win-win because I was getting to network with foodies and restaurant owners. And also I get to showcase my skills and uh, photography on uh, a level that I didn't get to do during my usual work at the time. But, yeah. Well, that's fun. I would consider myself a foodie, but only for the fact that I see food and I eat it and that's it. Um, and I can't take a good Instagram photo worth anything. So, I mean, how did you become so amazing at taking these photos? I mean, when I look at your photos and a lot of my friends who I've asked them to all look at your blog and see if they have any questions for you. And the number one question was, how do you get such amazing pictures of your food? <laughs> It's a good question. I mean, if you look at my photos back then and now, you'd be like, "Wow, she has really, um, she's really progressed since." Because my photos definitely did not look like that back in the day. Um, it was really just learning how. It was learning about natural lighting. That's for one. Um, I used to take photos like at night and be like, "Why are these pictures so horrible?" And it's because sunlight really makes a difference. So that was one of them. Um, and honestly, just practice. Like I realized that. The camera that I had had a specific lens, and and so, you know, different lenses have different um, strengths to them, I guess you could say. And so I uh, realized that the lens I had was really great with, like, close-up shots, and so I really used that to my advantage and um, really just practiced. Like, I remember there'd be times that I would take so many photos and only one would turn out good, and it's just, you know, as you get better, you realize the right um the right strategy and just the right way to uh take photos that that work for you and editing editing is a huge one too i mean i spend so much time editing as well as photography um in like my latest collaboration uh that you'll see soon with save on foods it's you know really half the time it's me preparing uh the collaboration with whether it's like recipe development or for this for this collaboration, it's for Mother's Day. So, getting the stories ready and um, uh, just setting up the shot and taking the shot takes around like fifteen minutes. It's not that long, but then oh, editing wow. it takes a lot of time. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of the process of it. That's crazy, and it's not like one of those things where it's like shot on iPhone eleven. Like you're using like legit camera, Canon something, right? Yeah, yeah. I I don't use anything too fancy. Like 
I honestly just use a, a Sony camera and it's not even top of the line. It's just, um, the a6000 it's an older one now but i've learned to um just take good quality shots on that and yeah that's what i've been using for a while that's kind of cool i don't know too much about cameras or anything instagram related and everybody who follows me on (laughs) instagram or any sort of platform you guys know that i'm not a pictures person and i just think that tilting your screen and giving it a good like filter will like help you but (laughs) sometimes it doesn't work like that (laughs) Um, where did you get like your passion for food? Like I know, um, myself being Italian, you know, that we throw a lot of food with parties and all that sort of stuff, but I can't cook to save my life. You seem to have like a true (laughs) passion for it. Like I can't bake, I can't cook, I can't do anything like that. Um, but you have like a true passion for it and you like, you can tell on your face and your photos and in all of your Instagram lives or whatever, um, that you really enjoy it. So like, how did that even start for you yeah for sure um I mean honestly when I first started the page I I couldn't really cook either to be honest like I use a lot of, we all start uh, of, of recipes online yeah it's true we all start somewhere and to this day I still prefer cooking over baking like mm-hmm. I have um an upcoming <laughs> I have an upcoming collaboration with a dairy company and I have to use their whipped cream and I'm gonna make a cheesecake and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never made a cheesecake before. <laughs> like, how is this going to go? <laughs> so I feel you. Um, yeah, honestly, like the way it started for me and loving food was, I would just say like the way I was raised, like in my family, there's always food on the table. Whenever I go to the Philippines for vacation, like um, food is huge in my family. So um even during the meals, there's always something on the table for us to eat or snack on. And uh, living in such a great city, too, I've come to appreciate, like, how lucky we are to have so many different types of uh, foods and different ethnicity foods. So it's so fun being able to explore the different varieties that we have here. And um, I don't know, it's something about food. It just makes me so happy. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Like, nothing else maybe my dog nothing else can make food as happy though (laughs) I agree like yeah I had a friend one time that said like man like even (laughs) just the way that food puts a smile on your face it's nothing like I've seen before (laughs) it's kind of silly but I don't know it just puts a smile on my face good food puts a smile on my face yeah and that and that appreciation for it shows like just so you know we all see it and it's very very obvious that you enjoy what you do and that's really sometimes hard to come by in our generation I feel some people do things just because they want to make other people happy or you know for the flex of it and that's not with you at all that's not the story um and on your blog you have so many experiences and so many recipes and are there any like favorite let's say like restaurants that are like your go-to favorites when we're not in quarantine like, um, go-to's that I can get for takeout or go-to's for dining? Like, give me both. Surprise okay. me. <laughs> um, hmm, okay. So, one that I've always said that I've loved, um, that I, I found out about last year, is a small restaurant in North Van, just before you hit Deco. Mm-hmm. It's called Scratch Kitchen. Mm-hmm. And it's really, like, a, a very quaint, um restaurant holds like maybe 25 seats 
Um, but the reason why it's called Scratch Kitchen is because everything's made from scratch. So down to like their pickles, their pizza dough, their sourdough, their, um, their like sauces, like everything is made so, um, so with so much love and so much care. So I really appreciate like the time that they put into making their menu Mm -hmm. every day. Um, so I've gotten pizza from there. Um, is that like a pizza restaurant or is that just like a, like an, Uh, one of those dives that has everything? Uh, yeah, it's like half pizza, half a few other things. It's mostly pizza restaurant. Um, they have brunch too, but, um, on their menu, yeah, they have like a selection of pizzas, sandwiches, salads, um, and then some appies too. So, yeah. Yeah. So that one's a good one. Um, I know like Cinco de Mayo is today. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I I was, um, for those who are now listening, um, the episode is called drinking the tea Kila. <laughs> yes. I was like, yes. It's so funny that you like say that too because I'm literally having a margarita right now. <laughs> is that the ones from Taps and Tacos? It is, yeah. yeah I saw it on your story and I was like, I have to get one of those. Is it good? Oh my gosh, it's like, it's dangerous. It's so good. Um, there are recipe calls for a, sh- a single shot, but I always put a double because they're I literally down it. the street from me. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. yeah you have to go. It's dangerous. Their, uh, their coconut margarita is my favorite. I remember I dined mm. in once and I was like, Oof, that was the one thing I did not forget about their food and drinks was their coconut margarita. Yeah. And really I, I'm a huge like taco freak. So like when people ask me, like, especially my mom, what do you want for dinner? Tacos. Yeah. It's always the same answer. And it yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter how many times I ask for it. I never get it. So I always enjoy Cinco de Mayo as much as I can. Um, I love it. And uh, I actually did go with a friend of mine to Taps and Tacos, and they're like, oh, do you want a single shot or a double? I'm like, nah, single. Like, I have shit to do today or whatever. And they're like, oops, sorry, we made you a double. And I was, like, literally <laughs> falling over. I'm like, I think I need to go take a nap. <laughs> so strong. It's good. Says that to you. <laughs> totally. So good, though. So smooth. Yeah, they're, they're a pretty good spot, too, for Port Moody. And, and also being so close to the pier, like, you can just walk down there after. Yeah, Port Moody's um, really, like, blossomed with the amount of stuff they have going on with, like, food and the beer. And, like, Speck and Napoli is one of my favorite pizza places, and that's just across mm. the street from Taps and Tacos. Um, and, oh, I'm so happy that they're all in my backyard, but my body's not happy about it. But, oh, well. <laughs> okay you need balance in life you can eat good food too totally totally um in your quarantine have you guys like gone to more of one restaurant than others do you have any favorites any new things that you've tried that you want to share yeah definitely um okay so the the ones okay so every thursday uh for the first month and a half uh my group of friends and i actually did take out thursdays Ooh. so what we did was yeah it was a pretty cool thing that we did so basically every week someone took a turn on getting takeout and uh the premise was to support small local businesses so nothing like as good as cactus club is nothing like cactus club or joey's you wanted to support the smaller guys yeah um so we did um some vietnamese restaurants we did some uh pasta places um we did uh, there's one in Burnaby called La Forchetta. Uh, you're probably going to say it better than I will. La but... Forchetta? Yes. I've tried <laughs> oh it. It's God. really good. Hey, you, you were close. You were close. I've heard worse. I've heard much worse. Trust me. 
Um, that's good too. I actually, me and my boyfriend were just talking about it that we went in like January when it was snowing. And we literally walked from his house, like off of Hastings Mm -hmm. to the restaurant and like walked back. And it was just like the nicest night. And they, there was nobody else in the restaurant because it was like blizzarding snow outside. It was like that night where like literally nobody could drive on the road. And just something Mm -hmm. about it was really like light and fun and the food was good. And it's like nights like those that make you remember good meals like that, you know? Exactly, yeah. And their staff there are so nice too, so Totally. Totally. Yeah, so that was that was one. Um a new one that I tried was a Vietnamese restaurant uh that I've heard a lot of good things about. Um and it's called uh Pho Tan. Mm. Um Where's that located? Uh, they are located just near Carisdale, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, on, like, in Vancouver, on, um, Main Street, I think it is. And they're known for their, um, oh, oh no, what is it called? Okay, Uh-oh. I'm gonna just look it up quickly. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Because I don't want to butcher the, I'm gonna butcher the name of it, but. That's okay. It happens <laughs> to the best of us. It happens to the best of us. Yeah, it's called, I mean, it's called uh, pho bo sate. So ooh. it's sate beef noodle soup, and it's basically like a peanut sauce and coconut milk broth. Yum. Oh, it's like so rich and just like so buttery and so delicious. I don't know. I tried it for the first time, and I was like, I understand the hype now. It yeah. It's really good. I recently tried ramen noodles. Like, oh, yeah. In a restaurant, like my version of ramen noodles is like Mr. Noodles, like from (laughs) a store, not in a restaurant. And my friend took me to one near Metrotown for the life of me. Can't remember what it's called. Is it Jinya? No, it starts with an M. Miracata, Mirakita. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. On, uh, near Royal Oak. Yes. And, uh, I'm craving it to this day. Like I, (laughs) I'm where my dad is from in Italy. They do a lot of soups and like soup based stuff. So every time yeah. I go to my grandmother's, we always have a bowl of soup. So for me, yeah. ramen noodles was kind of that comfort with a different flair to it because I'm used to just plain Italian soup. Um, yeah. But having, like, the egg and you have the pork inside and then you break the egg and the yolk. Like, it's it's such an experience. Like, I didn't know what to do or what to how to eat it or chopsticks no chopsticks you got a spoon that's really big (laughs) i have no idea like i have zero (laughs) etiquette when it comes to like cutlery that's okay practice makes perfect i mean the more you have it the more you'll learn about it and that's one thing i enjoy about like trying different foods is like oh learning about the different cultures and how they how they serve things and and the cutlery and everything that goes behind it so it's always a fun experience and it makes a difference too sometimes in certain dishes i think Totally. Right? I mean, again, still can't use chopsticks, but we're we're (laughs) getting there. We're getting there. You should be like, you should get uh, those chopstick trainer things that that are connected at the top. I have them. I have them. You do? I do. I do have them. And I use them every time. I take them with me to like Sushi Town. I'm like, hello. Love it. I got my own. I got my own own here. I don't want yours. I got mine. Um, I love that. You did bring up Mother's Day earlier, and you did say you had a little something going on. I don't know if you can share any of that, but do you have any Mother's Day plans with your own mom? Do you guys have any traditions? 
Um, my mom and I just do kind of random things. We don't really do anything specific, but it's always interesting Mm -hmm. to hear what other people do with their moms. Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, usually we would uh, ask her what she, where she would want to eat for Mother's Day and we would just go eat usually lunch. Um, we, because Mother's Day always falls on a Sunday, like she'd make us go to church, uh, in the early afternoon and then we'd go eat right after. So Um, since all of that is not, uh, able to be done right now, we're going to, um, just get takeout and, uh, we'll social distance lunch outside somewhere. It might be kind of busy. So maybe we'll celebrate on Saturday instead, but yeah, she was craving Thai food. So I'm going to get, um, some Thai food. Perfect. Well, I did hear the weather's supposed to be like really hot, like 26 or something on the weekend. So. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I know. That's what I said too. I was like, that doesn't look right. That might change. And don't, nobody (laughs) quote me on that. I'm not Mark Madriga from Global News. I'm just saying (laughs) that's what my weather app on my iPhone told me. Um, Perfect. That's good to hear then. Yeah. Do you have any like favorite meals that you cook at home, like for you and your boyfriend or anything that you just learned how to make? Mm, uh, something yeah actually I did I learned how to make mac and cheese for the first time and it's so easy I'm like what have I been what missing do you out mean on? mac and cheese <laughs> I can make that no I mean like what mac kind and of mac and cheese scratch. you're not talking like KD no like KD no 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 okay I was gonna like, be like girl um... you can take an Instagram photo that gets so many likes but you can't make KD there's a problem I've been fooling you guys no <laughs> No, I learned how to make mac and cheese from scratch. Um, I One of my foodie friends, uh, he is a manager at uh, Italian Kitchen downtown. Mm-hmm. And so he is, like, always creating such amazing um, dishes. Like, do you think my food looks good? Like, don't even check his Instagram and you're like, whoa. It's, like, yeah. next level. Him and his girlfriend make amazing dishes. Sure. So they had a, their first food challenge and they challenged um, – new dishes like every couple of weeks and tag people in it the first one was a mac and cheese challenge Ooh. and um so i can't remember what kind of i think he had his loaded with like jalapenos and like five different types of cheeses Yum. and then his girlfriend made um like a baked mac and cheese and had i think it had truffle on it it was just like Ooh. next level it was crazy Oh so anyway, I just learned how to make mac and cheese for the first time. So I was like, okay, we're going to see how this goes. And uh, yeah, it was really easy. All you need to do is like just roll the cheese in a, in a pot basically and cook it. And then you just put it on top of the uh, noodles and then you can throw it into the oven after. And then bam, you're done. So damn, I might I really make that. Happy. That sounds good. That sounds easy enough. Like I feel like some yeah. recipes look much harder than they are. And like I said, I cannot do anything that has to do with cooking or baking um mm-hmm. that seems easy enough for me to do just give me a step-by-step program of paint by numbers and it should be okay <laughs> yeah it wasn't bad and there's another one too that I did um over the weekend actually um so it wasn't like a recipe that I made on my own it was you know there's a lot of like restaurants that are doing um like cocktail kits or like brunch kits and, mm-hmm. and whatnot and yeah kits. a lot of mother's day kits I've seen like high tea and shit yeah. like that yeah yeah totally um, so I, I went to, um, the Belgard kitchen, which is just before Gastown mm-hmm. and they're doing a brunch kit right now. Um, they've been doing it for a while, but then they are launching one, like, especially for mother's day. Yeah. And, um, and I've been there before for brunch. So like to have basically exactly what I've had dine in 
and then be able to enjoy it at home was so much fun. Um, it's only 35 bucks, and then it has three of their top dishes um, in the kit. Ooh. And uh, they provide the instructions for you. Everything's, like, organized and, and, and set up really easily for you. And then you just warm up a few things and then assemble it. And then you're like, whoa, I made this. It's pretty neat. So Is that what you um, put on your Instagram that. story? Yeah. It Did was it have, like, an egg on yesterday. top or something? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I was like, wow, look at her. She's making all this food, and I'm over here, like, with my cereal. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm good. No, I, I didn't no. want any thanks, though. <laughs> I love cereal, though. Cereal is actually, like, our midnight. So underrated. That's another craving, a midnight snack. That's what we'll do. Cereal? Me too. That's what yeah. I usually, sometimes I work, like, later, like, 3 to 11 or um, 3.30. And mm-hmm. when I come home, that's, like, my staple yeah, it's such a good a good uh, snack to have for sure. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on was the um, collaborations you've done. Like, you've done so many of them. Do you have, like, a favorite or one that's really stuck with you or stuck out as, like, one of, like, a, be- a best experience you've had dealing with a different company? Because I know sometimes that can be challenging. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's hard because there's so many good ones. I'm trying to look on my feed right now to see if any, like, pop out. Um, let's see. I mean, in general, like, I find that the collaborations that stick out to me are, you know, it's not just the food quality, but it's, like, the experience overall, because I find that in Vancouver, it's, there's so much competition in restaurants, and and just having good food isn't enough anymore. So, yeah, so, like, having, like, really good customer service and, and, um, just a very like wholesome experience is what really makes things more memorable in terms of collaborations. It's so hard. There's so, there's too many. I mean, I went to, Oh, you know what? There was one that was fun. I, in, it was during Christmas time. So it was a little, little ways, a little ways back, but um, it was with, Sorry? Festive times, not like right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. When you know you could spend time with your family actually in person. I know. Right? Um, it was with Purdy's chocolate. Ooh. And um, yeah, and it was like perfect because um, my uh, boyfriend's brother's family they had just set up their Christmas tree, and uh, they do everything like so extra. <laughs> not gonna lie. So they, their whole tree is white Ooh. and, um, it's like, it's sorry. It's like the Christmas trees that are flocked. So yeah, it's like yeah. spray painted white, I guess. Yeah. It looks like and... it's been snowed on or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. I begged my mom for a tree like that every year. And she's like, no, we have a fake tree. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I just want one tree that looks like it's got snow on it. Just once. <laughs> I know. They're, they're like, they're pretty messy though, but they're, totally. they're definitely beautiful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they had just set up the tree and, and everything's like black and white. Even, um, the, the, um, the person in contact that, that I was chatting with, like from the agency that deals with parties, they're mm-hmm. like, did you edit this photo or is it just like naturally like this? And I'm like, no, it's, it's naturally like this. They yeah. literally do everything black and white. So. Like the real deal. Anyway, it was, yeah, it was a real deal. Um, so yeah, I had a lot of fun shooting that one because, uh, my my niece was uh, in the shot and uh, she was having a lot of fun being a little model so it was fun 
You're quite the model, too. I mean, she must have got it from you with all those Instagram photos. I mean, (laughs) my whole face isn't even on my podcast tile, like, for God's sakes. Like, it's true. It's a talent. Instagram has their own world. Like, it's crazy. I know. A lot of my, like, coworkers are like, I don't know how you do this all the time, Clarissa. Like, be on on Instagram and, like, on your phone. Like, do you have, like, a selfie stick when you do these stories? I'm like, no, I just use my phone. <laughs> You're like, no, I just got long arms. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's true. I do have enough. pretty long arms. You do. You do. <laughs> I was going to ask uh, yeah, you no, one it's... more question, and I can't remember what it is. Anyways, whatever. Um, but that's like all I have for you. Um, I would really love to enjoy like a national like pasta day with you or yeah. something when we're out of quarantine, international wine day, whatever. Um, we'll oh my, have my you, gosh, I'm done. Yeah. We'll have you on and just chat about whatever. Um, tell us where we can find you, plug whatever you got going on, and you know, I'll have everybody try and support as much as we can. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. So you can find me mainly on Instagram. Um, my handle is bite me Vancouver. And, uh, if you would like to see some of my recipes and I have a website, it's bitemevancouver.com. And yeah, that's about it. I'm not on really anything else. I'm on TikTok, but still trying to figure that out, you know? So don't even get me started. I still haven't, yeah. I can't learn a dance to save my life. And you would think Same. after being a dancer for like 18 years that I would be able to pick it up. And this is just like crazy. You know what? If anything, I feel like we got worse. Like, right? I danced for 10 years. Yeah. That's and, right. like, I had to do a hip-hop class for um, for a friend, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, where did no. my skill go? <laughs> I took a Zumba class, and I've never felt more out of shape or out of, like, my dance. Like, usually once the music comes on and, like, you know, I have somebody teaching me I'm good but I could not pick up Zumba yeah. for the life of me and like <laughs> the lady's like oh is this your first time and I'm like yeah but I've been a dancer for 18 years and she's like oh you are <laughs> like, she's like what kind of dance do you do and I'm like "Ooh, that was not a good look so funny but anyways thank you so much for coming on um I really appreciate it hopefully we can spend some sort of international food day together we can plan something out um in the so meantime good. happy Cinco de Mayo And, uh, yeah, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Thanks, Clarissa. Thanks. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode featuring Clarissa from Bite Me Vancouver. It was so fun catching up with her on becoming a foodie, celebrating Cinco de Mayo, and of course, Mother's Day. You guys can find her on Instagram and Facebook at Bite Me Vancouver and her website, BiteMeVancouver.com. You guys can find me on Instagram at TWITASH. And also, if you guys love what you hear, please like and subscribe. I hope you guys have a great week. So until next time, sit back, relax, and leave spilling the tea to me. Bye, guys. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. This season, a full heart doesn't mean a full house. 
We're still gathering, just virtually, and we're still connecting, safely. Traditions keep us close even when we can't be together. Think big, plan small. Let's save lives, Columbus.